you're listening to watercolor wash a podcast where we talk about paintings mostly about watercolors for self-taught artists and whoever loves paintings hi i'm vasu and we are together in this journey hello and welcome so in today's episode i uh, first of all i just wanted to say thanks uh, to all the listeners and uh, the podcast was going down a little bit uh, for a few weeks and um, i really appreciate um, the loyal listeners who uh, who who devote their time and uh, and choose to listen to this uh, over many other podcasts uh, based on art and i try to be very honest and very uh, clear about what i uh, share in this podcast this these are my honest thought like a gen- journal uh, that i go through um, in my watercolor learning journey and that's what um, i think is uh, the best part of this podcast and it it hooked up um, a very a few but very loyal listeners and i just wanted to say i'm very grateful um, and So, um, somebody reached out to me um, via Instagram and I want to say thank you so so much and uh, I really appreciate the feedbacks and um, I really really appreciate the su- support I get yeah so today's episode I want to talk about a very special thing that happened to me and uh, if you remember just uh, uh, my episode 25 I think 20, um, 24 or 25 uh, 25 was when life comes in between in when life comes in the way and how to make a comeback and to be honest um when i recorded that podcast i had made one um portrait after not portrait uh, but one still life which was quite realistic and it was done in quite a short amount of time and i was very happy and i thought i made a comeback but frankly i was still going through that phase and life was still uh, in between life happened and um i wasn't in the best of my um, abilities to paint and to think clearly and um and it showed up to me in a i'm going to share one uh, scenario and one um like incident that happened to me a couple of months ago sorry a couple of weeks ago Uh, in fact last week um after that episode that i shared um and then um i went on to do uh, i went on to do painting outside i i just like um took my bag and it was a sunday so i i i went to a park and i took my bag and my watercolor palette and uh, the notepad that i have and i just sat in front of a tree and it's it's a beautiful park in china um uh, there are so many flowers in in every park and especially the cherry blossom and special flowers uh, of a bigger whites and, uh, and pink flowers and i thought of painting one of those flowers and as soon as i started you know i didn't get like a very good feeling uh first of all the sketch that i did uh, wasn't very accurate of uh, 
because i hadn't done sketching for maybe like a month or two so i think that thing um came but i knew that i can actually manage the the, the bad sketch uh, while, while i go through the painting because to me um you know the shapes actually start coming when i start uh, the painting even though my sketches are uh, quite accurate uh, even when i do it uh, um on on live uh, but this time it was not the case but i thought then i moved on and i started doing the painting and i wasn't getting the uh, the feeling of that dry brush that i'm i feel i'm like master of of dry brush at least and then i also started uh, noticing uh, like i had a very i had lost some amount of control on my brush works and then i started another flower same thing happened and then i started um, like started doing a tree this was much better than the previous two but i was still lacking that uh, you know that joy of painting and that uh, i i was feeling tired it was cold and since i am from india i, I uh, cold uh, is something that you know i i don't perform r- really well when it is cold outside uh but over the last few years in china i have trained myself to uh, to do better in cold but at the same time you know th- there was some sort of tiredness there was some sort of um ineffectiveness that was going through my mind and um that experience you know i i i didn't get very depressed at that point of time but when i came back to home it um it stuck me like did i lose it Uh, because um like why was i not able to to paint there what was happening to me did i really lose it was it that bad phase that i lost um uh, diability to paint outside and <clears throat> and after that uh, you know it lasted for like a whole evening in my head that how bad it was and that was a sunday and, and um monday morning uh, sorry monday i went to office and then i thought about it while coming back from the office while while going to the office i was thinking about it like uh, in a very logical way not in uh, not thinking in a emotional way that i have i lost it i tried to figure out what were the things which was not in my favor what was the thing um that was in my favor and i i did a very uh, you know like a very logical calculation based on that did i had a good sleep the night before uh, and what was the like circumstances that i was in uh, what was my physical and mental stature when when i went out to paint and uh, frankly i was actually tired because i didn't have uh, a, a good like 7 hours or 8 hours of sleep it was just like a 5 hour of sleep and it was cold and i uh, moved in a rush there was no planning what i was going to paint and uh, and all those stuff and then i thought about sketching and then i said okay the sketching was uh, because um was not so accurate because uh, the subject what was uh, like you know surrounded by certain uh, a lot of certain other subjects since you capture one flower 
so you have to be very mindful uh, of what it is surrounded by and what you are choosing how what are the things you are ignoring and what are the things that you are choosing to and of course the practice itself was not there so like i wouldn't put practice at number 1 but you know like the strategy that i go through each of my work right before uh, painting something i make a very quick strategy like what this i get i try to get aware of the subject like what technique to be used when i am going to draw this so i so uh, you might have like those who have taken my sculpture um, there's always a a chapter called strategy that i do like 3 to 5 minutes of strategy like how do, how i'm going to draw this uh, so i missed that part that particular day and i didn't uh, do a drawing strategy then i did um, a same same way i didn't do a good enough painting strategy and like those were like very key technical things that i was lacking third thing was um yes i was shaken a bit that was like my, my mental stature uh, i wasn't very confident uh, in the things uh, at that point of time so that that actually took me back and it it takes a while to come back and then while coming back from the work i was strategizing my next painting and i was thinking like i need to commit uh i need to get my hand back and uh so so if i commit to painting um i might have to like you know um deprioritize the other things that i do at home uh, for for at least a week for instance i i will not go for long walks i will not go for um my workout uh and uh is anyways it's i do calisthenics so uh, it's mostly done in the park and it takes very little time so i said i will not do the fitness for this week but i will commit myself to do a painting and that day i did the painting and immediately uh, and after that i recorded the podcast so when when you uh, when my episodes are missing you know like it, if it doesn't come every week it it means i'm not painting that week because it feels very uh, dishonest of me if i speak about painting if if i speak about watercolor and i'm not doing it myself so it it's it's not a easy feeling for me so that that's the reason that i recorded that podcast that evening and i talked about uh, the patterns in the episode 26 and because i followed the pattern that day and i got it much better than before you know so uh, here are like you know a few things that i um that i actually learned uh from like uh, like you know that there is a myth that you are as good as your last work i don't think uh, it's a saying it's not a myth but it it, it applies to um the success of an artist in a performing medium like a stand up comedian or like you know they always bomb nobody is above above bombing and they always bomb and and like this saying is mostly for the per- performing arts and i used to believe that but you know you're not you are actually good you you grow better uh, uh with time 
it's it it's it has got nothing to do with the outcome it may vary like depending on the circumstances depending on uh, the quality of the paper quality of the material depending on the quality of the environment you are right there uh, you are right in so it's it depends the outcome is is a combination of a lot of different things and talent and uh, your hard work and effort uh, is are those like uh, very vital components of that but the outcome is uh, it's not entirely based on all the attributes that i just talked about uh, it's it's also um, possible that other factors may impact the outcome so you are not your outcome all the time you know um, so that's that's what i uh, believed i started believing after i did that work it was great i was able to paint dust very clearly i was able to find out the pattern and even though sorry and even though my energy was low while i was coming back uh, from the work I, i took a little bit of rest of 20 minutes and then had a tea and started working on it and i worked on that painting even when i had you know half hour of of time on that particular week uh, which was the last week and i was able to do a much more thing and you know it's uh, eventually another thing that i noticed um was getting into into the state of mind of painting is more important you know it's like it needs a warm up it needs a emotional warm up just like any um, exercise we do physically it requires a little bit of warm up so that your body becomes warm and your muscles um, can then perform the same thing is also with art you need to be emotionally charged you know s- s- slowly not completely charged but uh, there should be a little bit of build up <clears throat> that actually pushes you to do much better in art so for me it's usually poetry or music that that comes uh, into play and when you listen to those those uh, this uh, song it connects you to a certain emotion it it tries to harness uh, that part of your um, uh, emotion and then it tries to come out um, it it tries to come out through your art so that's that's uh, one thing that i noticed that first of all um, you have to believe that yesterday's outcome was not uh, doesn't define you it it actually uh, you know it's uh, it 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 is an outcome of a lot of other factors as well so you need to think about those factors you know i am not trying to ask you to give excuses to yourself but uh, try to Uh, logically and put it very rationally that what what were the things that went wrong uh, when it comes to you know self criticism in art especially in art we are quite we are rather harsh on ourselves and we, and uh, there is nothing wrong with being harsh but you miss out um, the actual facts the actual uh, factors that 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 are keeping you um that there are holding you as well so when you think about this um logically and in a rationalized manner um 
you will notice that okay this can be corrected which is which was not my fault and then uh, then things can become better so it will uh, first first thing that will happen is it will ease you up you will go easy on yourself and then you will actually notice that what to eliminate what to add um, to your next process and what can make make it better that's growth that's some, something that uh, going to last long really long and um, one more thing that um, i i i noticed was like trusting your gut is very important i had a gut feeling that day that no 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 i haven't lost it i need to i just need to sit and do it again and you know i i know what to do i and i recall that you know why my brush brush uh, work felt uh, less controlled on the outing that i did and one of the reasons was like you know i was not having the right brush with me because i i took my traveling kit and whatever brush i had i just took with me and i was not controlling the water in that brush it was not just about the right brush i didn't bring the uh, like you know a tissue with me on the side to to lose some of the water so watercolor is the control controlling your brush is just controlling the water so like you know all those things that i uh, thought uh, helped me the the next day and <clears throat> committing yourself um, is the key i i believe i committed myself for a for a week on that painting that I knew that I don't have to finish it in two hours. I'm going to do it for a week, every evening an hour, maybe four or five hours or or six hours of painting can finish it. And I left it in the pot. So you can actually go on my Instagram and see what I posted on Monday uh, evening. That that should be American Monday morning. And um, and after that, almost every day I posted like three. uh different uh, progressions of the same painting and that's being done by um th- th- that's by being being done by like you know um to to fulfill that promise i made to myself that commitment i gave uh, to painting i i didn't do any workouts during that time which is also very important to me uh, but committing yourself is is i i believe um is the right way to find your confidence back until and when we we feel afraid when we don't know stuff you know that's like uh, one of the greatest intellectual mind in india i i knew swami vivekananda and one of the answers that i i used to seek was like why do we get afraid of things and he he answered it very clearly when we don't know things we get we get scared and that's exactly you know try to find the answers and once you start finding the answer um try commit yourself in finding those answers and then you will be way way it will be much better for you and you will understand yourself better and and that really helps so yeah I'm very happy today uh because the, that painting by the way is still not finished uh, but I am in no rush I know that I have 
I will not start any other painting before doing that. And I have a lot of painting uh, ideas in that mind. I, and I also know like what part is left and it's not very difficult one. So I'm uh, quite confident. And uh, the painting that I'm uh, sharing today as a cover art for this episode is the same painting that I did it in like four days. On Friday, I didn't paint. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I went outside uh, with my family and my friends and I had a good time. And I also didn't paint today uh, because uh, that I wanted to give it the time uh, that I have committed myself to in the evenings after the work, uh, at least half an hour or two hours or one hour, whatever I can find in that window and I will commit myself again and finish that one. And um, lastly, I want to say like, you know, remember what your strengths were and you play on your strength and that uh, that actually can bring uh, bring you right away and once you um, once you make a good start then another thing that I do on almost each of my painting is I try to add a new skill it's like adding a new arrow to your quiver and 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 then in the next painting I try to repeat that new skill so that it, it keeps getting stronger and stronger and so in this painting of course I did the dust but I if you can see uh, the grass that I did the weeds um, in the porch of, of this cabin is it's it's done in a very different style and it's it's more of a layer based uh, but there were like you know um, some variations that I did when it was wet so there is a wet on wet uh, layering as well as there is some dry layering on that so and it, it's looking amazing it's looking amazing and uh, you'll see it in that um, in the cover and you can also have a better view on my Instagram of this uh, this painting that I'm doing right now and yeah so this is um, this was uh, something that I wanted to share that actual comeback takes a little bit longer it takes a little bit longer and um, thinking rationally about the failure rather analyzing it rather blaming it on yourself and is uh, I think it's it's the key to to make a good comeback and and to get better actually I, I feel I'm much better than before with this painting and I'm gonna frame it for sure and and keep it with me uh, because uh, I, I'm not gonna sell this one because <laughs> this one will always remind me uh, of you know I can do better I can um, this is a bounce back and uh, you you keep the winning balls that you have uh, in 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 cricket that we do we keep the winning wickets we keep uh, the winning balls with us so it's it's something to me like that it means a lot to me uh, uh, right now I have done a lot of mistake of selling a few paintings that I really loved and then I regretted uh, selling them and uh, I regret actually pricing them very low at that point of time and they were uh, brilliant paintings and so I'm, I'm not gonna sell this one I'll, I'll keep it myself uh, I might 
uh, sell some prints of this uh, but I'll keep this one with me so uh, I want to add one more topic about uh, about painting dust so I had that I had this in my mind um, in, in the last episode that I talked about about uh, patterns and I I had uh, mentioned uh, how I paint dust and what is uh, like what is the process of painting dust so first of all um, dust is a translucent layer of course it, it is opaque when the particles are too much so think of it as a material and the in watercolor whenever I think about uh, textures I always think about transparency and translucence and opac opacity of a uh, object how opaque it is how shiny it is and how transparent how translucent the object is so this is a very interesting view that I found um, I don't know if um, if anybody sees dust as a translucent object uh, but um, if you think carefully it's not not a liquid but still lets you see something behind it partially you know like a dusty car uh, as long as it's not completely um, on the top of it so and it has a gradient some uh, when like you know a car window a car is sitting there for long you might see in the car window or in the like you know back of the car uh, uh, near the frame of the window the dust will be the strongest obviously because it has a block there uh, which can hold dust so there it will be clear opaque dust layer and then as as um, you go to the curved part of the window if the glass is curved the one with uh, with the highest uh, trough uh, with the highest um, uh, with the highest curve uh, at, at that point the the dust will be the lowest you know if it's a round object it will a um, round or curvy object the dust particles will be lowest around that point still a lot of dust uh, but it will be the lowest at that point and it will look it will give you some glimpses either of a clear um, glass at that point and then it will be slowly fading uh, to entirely um, to an opaque object uh, to an opaque texture as, as it moves around along the frame of that window so understanding the object is a fundamental rule that I feel before painting it you know that's why we call it a study um, so I do a lot of uh, watercolor study similar thing about dust I did this study um, maybe a year ago uh, because I was painting uh, I was looking at a lot of painting from Matt Saurav and uh, Raghunath Sahu from India and um, many of them have painted dust really really well so uh, I went out and I tried to see in that painting how they have done it but I before that I went out and tried to see how actually dust works in a day-to-day -day life how how to make it functional in a watercolor painting and in India we do not have a lot of concrete on the roads and so it's mostly uh, like India is 
called a dirty country but it's a dusty country i would say especially in the rural and suburbs um, we do not have a lot of concrete road and uh, that's what that's how, that's why things are quite dusty and uh, uh, I, i went here in china to similar places to see uh, the effects of dust and on the on the trees and the plants on the day to day object uh, because uh, the the cityscape is not so much friendly for the d- dust you cannot have a real impact so I, i went and saw that so now how do i uh, replicate this phenomena in in watercolor how do i uh, replicate this texture of dust in in watercolor so one thing that i try to do and i see is what is the color of the dust usually it's mud and it tries to become uh, tries to become a little bit of yellowish or like a color of skin um but but since it's a translucent object you know it tries to get the color of the object it's on so it's a mixture of both and uh, our eyes work in such an illusion all the time that it tries to see everything in the strongest color and until and unless there is a contrasting color if if something is not strong in front of a strong color our eyes try tries to merge that same color with a weaker color you know so in this scenario um suppose you are painting a flower pot which is sitting outside and it's made of like a maroon or like a burnt sienna color burnt sienna color so in that case what will happen you can always have the color of the dust more towards yellow or reddish and it has to be a very light wash with very minimal water so um i already talked about a concept called thick color and thin color so when you thin a color you add more water and add less color you know and this medium since there is more water it becomes very wet but at the same time you have to do this as a dry brush so pick very little of this mixture in your in your brush so that it can be dry and like you know you don't have to have a a, a gradient of uh, of wash a, a very big wash until and unless you are uh, you're covering a really large area i i use dry brush to do uh to do the most often um i i do like the dry brush to get uh the texture especially with lesser uh vibrant color and then i try to mix it with the stronger color uh of the object which it is hiding and uh, the most important part about the dust is it's never object itself it's always on top of something may may it be ground or maybe may it be a old house a rusty truck a rusty tractor or something so it it's always going to have one stronger object on which we are imposing this dust so have um 
So let me tell you how many colors that I have used as dust. I have even used green as a color for dust. When I'm doing uh, something with, uh, uh, with trees, a lot of trees by the road um, get dusty and the, their leaves are dirty. And um, I have done... Uh, I have done with yellow ochre as well and most of the time I do with yellow ochre and, uh, um, and burnt umber but very minute mixture and a lot of water in that but the, I, make, um, I don't make a lot of mixture of that uh, but more water, less color and then even after that you're picking up it as a dry brush. So that's, that's what I usually do. And many times, in fact, in this painting that uh, you're looking at right now as a cover, if you see the, the logs are dusty, they're actually just cobalt blue. Um, and it's contrasting uh, to many that, okay, this, this is burnt umber clearly because it's a brown wood. Why didn't you pick brown for that? If you look carefully, these logs are not brown they're, they're turning towards black and the, when it comes to to like brown going black uh, the major component is blue you know when you mix blue with brown it's it's black so the major component here is trying to be blue and 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 the brownish part is coming on some location as the as the local color as the dominant color but it is turning more towards the bluish, uh, a bluish way. So, if you see, um, it looks, it's such a light coat of uh, dry brush um, that it looks actually white. And since your eyes are so elusive, it tries to get the stronger uh, color as, uh, as like the primary color and tries to see everything nearby with the same. Uh, as a as a variation of the same color so our mind is very good in optimizing things you know saving energy in processing the actual colors it's uh, like processing each and every detail is not uh, being done unless we are very selective uh, we are doing a very selective careful focused looking uh, we will not uh, notice that so this, when you do painting, you learn a lot about illusion and how that's how uh, the mind works. And <clears throat> so the, in this case, I have done um, uh, the cobalt blue. But in other locations, you know, there are some certain dusty area that um, that is in between the grass. Uh, the land is quite dusty. And there also I have used cobalt blue. Uh, and that has not got nothing to do with uh, the actual uh, color there. It has got more to do with the harmony of the overall painting. That like, you know, um, your eyes will quickly identify this as a dust again because you have seen dust of a similar color. Even though it was it's real or not, uh, you're going to correlate and register that information as dust. So that was my thought behind it. and And... I think uh, so far um, I have succeeded doing that. So, yes, and uh, I think um, I think dust is a. It comes in a very advanced stage 
if you're if you're not doing or in a very few subjects i would say but it's it usually came to me in a advanced stage of watercolor uh, to me when i started noticing it and i did that study at that point i was very very um, i had done a lot of work before that so that's um, uh, so if you are planning to paint something with dust keep all this uh, all these things in mind that look at it as a translucent object as a trans as a translucent um, layer and then increase the opacity as uh, as you see that there is more dust more and more dust so when you increase the opacity it actually masks everything so at that point of time you can have the color of the dust entirely that what's in your mind second thing you have to do is you have to look at the local color around that what is the main object what is the stronger color and then um, choose the 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 color of uh, dust based on the local color yeah and that's that's all one last thing that i wanted to to talk about uh, while that my comeback story was actually um, as i said that you are not not just as good as your last work but you are as good as your practice you know if you have practiced painting for a really long time it doesn't go away it it will go away if you are very if you are away for really long time but the more you do you the the better you get so th- this is like you know this is a thumb rule on anything and it stays with you your, your brain physically changes uh, with a skill and the more you do watercolor it's much easier for you to make a comeback it may take a little bit of time but it will not take very long you'll be you will bounce back back if not in days but definitely in couple of weeks you can be as good as what you were so for that you know you have to keep doing whenever you can get a chance so never stop painting do it whenever you can and uh, try to get into like um try to identify your triggers uh of like you know what pushes you to do art like uh, what is the what was that song that actually uh helped you coming back to the art what was that movie what was that it's not not just it could be not just a music but like you know going through a certain road might invoke that emotion in you so what is that trigger that uh, that that uh, tries to bring you in into that corner of your mind uh, where the art uh, where the art resides it's it's very important and this episode is a little bit longer um than like you know than my past few episode because i thought i would speak um, you know a good 20 minutes on on a topic uh but this is uh this is an improvement on uh for uh, from a feedback of my listener and this is not just uh, uh uh today's feedback i got this from nico as well from um a very good friend of mine now from new zealand that uh, podcasts are generally you know um the longer the better uh, because people you listen to it um 
either during their commute or during their walks or the time uh, which it's like a white noise to them and the longer the better and it's i i do not try to make it longer just for the sake of being long but i completely understand that what they are saying because i do the same i i pick up a long podcast and some many times i listen to them in parts if the podcast is too long um, if it is longer than the way of my commute I, i'll probably listen to it uh, the remaining of it in in some more time uh but yeah um a single podcast like you know when there are not two people talking i think it it can get a little bit shorter uh but yes i completely agree with uh, that feedback and i try to keep uh, now i'll try to keep a couple of topics um so that i can speak twice and and i can keep it a good length yeah so thank you for listening those uh, who want to get connected uh, please check out the links that i have in the description uh, check out my instagram for the paintings i talk about and i have a facebook page i even have an email listed there i don't check that email regularly but i, I do now because of the podcast and do check out my skillshare classes and for those who do not have skillshare um i think there is a one month free on my link so i have put the reference link so you can um use my link to have one month free and then uh, you can check out my classes then thank you so much for listening take care bye bye